Hilaire, let me add Michael. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How do Ryan, we feel? What What was that, Michael? I said, how do we feel about straight people using the term partner to refer to their significant um, I don't, other? I don't really like it. It sounds like they're talking about cowboys, but um. Wow, and immediately firing off with the the tough questions here. <laughs> I just. I, I thought it was. I, don't know. I thought it was supposed to be good, but now it's bad. Yeah, it is, no, it I is, think it's. I hate it. I think it. It did start off good, but now we're overusing it, and now I think. Um, now you're just talking about your, you know, your, your boyfriend girlfriend that refuses to get married. <laughs> That's a good point. So you think yeah, you well, think Adelaide. Adelaide would be like my 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 partner Nathan my Detroit. Partner. Oh my God! Could you imagine? That's probably happening at a college right now. Oh my God! <laughs> Some it's university production like, of of non-binary guys involved. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I was just I was just wondering because I I feel like I've seen like stuff on TikTok about it and um, Emily. Uh, directed uh is directing a dance concert at the college and i went on thursday and i was like oh like i wonder if you know any of her students will be like oh like that's you know professor baird's like whatever and then i was like oh i wonder if she's referred to me as a partner and they're expecting a woman and now i'm just like this, <laughs> just another like white guy in like a baseball hat a total um, disappointment Total disappointment. Absolutely. So what? So what if the song was now? Um, since Michael said that, if you see a them, uh, oh my God. <laughs> you paying all kinds of rent. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Ryan, yeah. you sound kind of fuzzy. So it's, I think it's my head. What do you mean fuzzy? You like sound now? far away. You're always struggling with these headphones. Before Michael asked the question, I was going to have you check on your headphones. What about what about now? Try say it again. What about now? Yeah, you sound better now. Oh, I just have to hold the mic up to my mouth because I don't have my AirPods in today. I just regular headphones. Are you laying in bed? No, I'm sitting up. But <laughs> <laughs> it's just the it's just the it's just the uh, the whatever this is the dongle whatever sucks. The dongle. Uh, yeah. What do you two wear when you when you work? Because we all work remotely, correct? No, none yes. of us are going into any office. Because I started a new thing where I am putting, I'm wearing sweatpants, but I'm it's colder, so I'm putting a blanket over my legs, and I feel like I'm in the secret garden or something. Like, <laughs> you feel like you're about to um, sign the New Deal. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, and I'm like, oh, this is so like this is so comfortable. No wonder it's the thing. But Caitlin, you, have, do you Ryan, you don't have to do any on camera stuff. Caitlin, do you, or do you turn yours off? Um, I I'll do on camera every once in a while, like if I'm presenting, or if I'm like speaking directly to a client. Um, mm-hmm. But I always have like sweatpants on. They have to have pockets. <laughs> I, have, I have a space heater, so. Like, I think I've only used a blanket, like, once. I will tell you, I don't like the feeling of sitting with a blanket. 
like I'm sitting in a desk chair, like a blanket that feels like a trap. It feels like I'm stuck <laughs> somewhere. So like or- I just use, I use my face heater all the time, and then like I'll wear like a fancy sweater if I have to talk. Um, Brian, how about you? I I mean we I don't have to be on camera all the time, but we have meetings and. It's not mandatory to be on camera, but I like to, you know, give them that respect and let them see my face and uh, show them that I'm actively pretending to listen. Um, <laughs> Good for you. And, uh, and uh, I, I do get fully dressed every day. Uh, I don't. That's do so adult of you. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not wearing like work clothes. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll it's just shorts and stuff like that. But um. I'm like, my apartment's I'm always in sweatpants very warm. And a hoodie. Yeah, my apartment's very, very. I, my apartment's very warm, and my heater is mm-hmm. currently on, mandatorily because we have no choice in the matter when the heat goes on. Oh, for real? That's why I gotta. I gotta wear shorts. I can't. Also, I can't the, imagine the wearing shorts morning. in my own home. <laughs> I'm not, I have sweat, I have sweatpants, but it's really it's really more for laundry. Mm-hmm. Like I'll do laundry mm-hmm. in those. Um, and I wear so- I, I do wear socks to work. I, I have to wear socks. Socks? I'm always like I'm I'm like a will they won't they with with socks because sometimes like I I do want my feet to be warm, but other times like. I'll, if I if someone sends me like a mean email at some point, I immediately have to like take off my socks because all of a sudden <laughs> they become they become like restrictive and I can feel them like compressing all the little hairs on my feet and I'm like okay I need to I need to step away it's time to take off my socks. I want to see Michael in an improv scene where he gets angry and he has to rip his socks off. Oh, I was always so really good bad choice. at object work. I was yeah. <laughs> No, I would definitely get them off. You would not object work it. Oh, you're saying that like someone, um, you know, gives me a denial in an improv scene instead of a yes and, and I. <laughs> true. Yeah. Yeah, Michael Gelman would be mad. <laughs> uh, I, I don't let. I always tell people that I'm wearing socks. I I never want my feet to be perceived in any way. So even when mm-hmm. they don't ask if I'm wearing socks, I'm like I'm wearing socks right now. <laughs> You're just letting letting them know that you, you don't have a wiki feed page right now. Uh huh. Exactly. I, I looked up my, wiki. Oh, I was gonna say I don't like when my feet are dirty, and like not that my house is dirty, but I have dogs and I just don't. Oh like yeah. Feet. I I do always. I feel like I keep we keep. Um, yeah, like our place pretty clean, but I do know that like when I go home, like my I like we are not a shoes on household. Right, shoes yeah. off at the door, um, in the Japanese style, and uh, <laughs> but my my parents are not, and I always have to wear socks when I'm home. Like I get out of the shower, I immediately try. To oh my god! No, I think actually no. I'll wear I'll sleep without socks. This is the most boring conversation I've ever had. I'll take the socks on if I have moisturizer on my feet. Oh, yeah, when I do my, like, uh, what are are those things called that you put on your feet that you, like, it's like a rocky buy and you, like, you know, shave your feet with it? 
You know what I'm talking about? Pet egg. Mm-hmm. Pet egg. Oh, it, what? Yeah. Like a pumice stone? Yeah, pumice stone, but also a pet egg. They both apply here. Oh, okay. Well, I use that sometimes, and then, yeah, I will put, like, moisturizer on my feet and get in, get in like, my roomy socks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you want to hear something filthy? Yes. So, Ryan, you inspired me because you mentioned pet egg. I took a solo performance class in college and one of the prompts for like one of the weeks of class was you need to write about sex but while you're writing while you're performing your piece about sex you have to do something unsexy so I wrote a monologue about losing my virginity and I used a pet egg on my feet while I presented it Ryan you would have loved it I would have what is it like at Olive Garden when they when they're like some Parmesan and then they just brought, pulled out a pet egg oh and shaved the shaved the farm <laughs> with that? That's funny. That's a good. That's like, a good nineties SNL. Um, it's, like, it's an effective. Oh, never, never, yeah. never mind. Never mind. It's never mind. It's not funny now. <laughs> hey, forget I have to call you out. Weren't you once propositioned for pictures of your feet? Yes, and I gave them. I gave it to them. <laughs> I was I was outside I was outside the 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 Columbia College theater building and someone came up to me and was like, I'm opening a, a nail salon and I need pictures of women's feet and I was like and they were like, I'll give you twenty bucks and I was like, Okay and I took my shoes and socks off in the middle of the sidewalk and they and then that guy my ran. feet and gave me twenty dollars. And that guy ran into an alley and then, you know, finished himself <laughs> off. You know like, what? I got my, we all do I got my feet for the day. I got these pigs <laughs> for the day. But I remember, I think it was right before, like, a comedy class, and I walked in and was like, I just got 20 bucks for, <laughs> for showing my feet to someone. <laughs> is this what sex work is like? I'll do it. I'll do oh it. Um Emily sent me a picture, but I did also see it in person uh, when I went to the theater on Thursday. Of my feet? Columbia, no. <laughs> Columbia College of Chicago has sent flyers to the College of Worcester advertising the comedy studies program. Ooh, all boy. the little theater and dance students there. And I like, I was like, this is definitely because of me. Like, I don't think yeah. that they're like, oh, we need we need our next Michael. I think they're more like, all right, what are all the schools that we've been able to like recruit from? We'll just send all of our um all of our materials there. And I was like it was like listing all of the alumni and I was like, all oh, right, okay, where's <laughs> all right. Where's Sam Bowers? Yeah. <laughs> oh my Oh no. Hey, he had a really popular blog. It was, you know, worth a read. I I I National would pay I would pay five times what you got paid for your feet picks to access that blog again. Just, <laughs> yeah, just to go down I, but the, lane. the original the original drafts before it got edited down. Was that on Tumblr? That was Tumblr, wasn't it? Yes, it no, was Tumblr. It was Tumblr. Oh, yeah. I or no, lot. I thought it was, no, because it was something that you could lock. Because remember, for a long for like after oh, the but you week, can lock Tumblr. Locked. Yeah, you can lock Tumblrs. And put what was yeah, it? It was, was called like, like ten. Was it twelve thousand dollars in fart jokes? 
$15,000 in fart jokes. Yes, you must get the number right. Okay. Yeah, $15, I $15,000 Tumblr. And the pass- and we had, I still I, remember the password. I remember having to ask somebody who was, like, not involved in our group for the said password of this. And they were like, why yeah. do you want it? I was like, because it mentions my name. <laughs> <laughs> I still think that was such a stupid compromise between uh, the head of comedy studies when it was like, all right, listen, all these students are uncomfortable because one student is writing a blog about what happens in class every day and is mentioning people by name about what they're doing. And sometimes it's <laughs> really was, crazy. Sometimes really like crazy and like badly, like, you know, adjectives to describe themselves. Yes, and the yeah, compromise. Yeah, everyone, was, everyone had like a superlative, didn't they? Yeah, sometimes. I was. Uh, I because I helped him out with his like YouTube show uh, that was like a news parody. I was called mm-hmm. Mainstream Michael. I still remember like when oh, he posted. God. Before I knew he was a psychopath, he, like, posted in our group Facebook page. He's like, I film, like, a YouTube comedy show every week. Anyone want to, like, come help me out for a few hours? And I was like, all right, Michael, this is it. This is networking. You're about to meet, you know, <laughs> the next the next Jason Sudeikis. Like, here we go. And then I, like, uh, yeah, I spent, like, four hours in the, like, green, whatever green screen room in Columbia, um, like, uh, running the teleprompter for him as he's like, today Donald Trump said that he doesn't, if he's president, he's not going to let anybody go to Mexico. Well, I think he needs to go to the toilet. Donald Trump, yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God. And I was like, okay, I'm never doing that again. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, that was my superlative. Ryan, did you have a superlative? Uh, not in front of my name at all, I don't think. Yeah. Um, no, remember, I was uh, my own added bit of controversy in, in my involvement in that was that uh, <laughs> nothing bad was ever said about me. <laughs> That's true. That's I true. Up, everyone, I everyone. <laughs> I came up with a scratch. Likely, likely because Sam feared you. I feel like mm-hmm. you don't say shit about people you're scared of. Perhaps. Yeah, Perhaps. you came out unscathed, but. Um, acclaimed director Jen Ellison did not. Oh, <laughs> he definitely oh. took her. Oh man, that was so that was so that was just madness. That whole that was madness. Why would you but do that? Just, I mean, there there are a lot of questions that um, that man. I think the thing that is most interesting to me about that entire situation is that he like told people about it that he was writing about. Like he gave people that information. Like mm-hmm. I, cause I remember my freshman year of college, I like had a blog uh, that was like, a, it was a private Tumblr blog and I was sharing it with like three of my friends because I was writing about my roommate who was a furry. And like, I'm not going <laughs> Like, I'm not going to give my roommate, the furry, the password to the blog I'm writing about them. Like, it's, like, so self-involved and, like, narcissistic to, like, hand that over to the people you're actually writing about. Like, that's it, it was, it was It was really kind of crazy when he was kind of like, 
everyone's mad at me. <laughs> yeah. Like that was so wild. And I was like, well, we're all reading it, you know, and it's not nice. He, he also truly like, I think even afterwards, even after all the controversy, after like, you know, the, the fact the, that his people students met with him and, and the teachers, he was like, but it's my opinion. I'm allowed to express it. Yes. Also the fact that like it got so out of hand that there was people like outside of classes, like that weren't even involved in our work coming up to us online and in person asking if we knew this guy. And what we thought about yeah. these laws. I remember, like, touring company people were asking for the password. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I remember. I actually remember meeting Kaylin. I don't know if it was you, but I do think that someone I met for the first time, Ryan, at your um, at your apartment, which I believe you called the Whore Cave. Is that correct? <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I didn't live there. I was, I, I was there on a part-time basis. Okay. Well, I there were people. I went to a party there, and there were people that I met for the first time, and that were very uninterested in meeting me until I told them I was from the blog. <laughs> they were like, "Oh, which one are you? Are you a Polish, Alex?" <laughs> oh, I remember meeting God. you at. I remember you meeting at, you at a horror cave party, Michael. But I was like interested in meeting you because I I remember like walking up to you and being like. So you're Michael Hatchett, because, like, everyone was talking about how dreamy you were, and I was like, okay, let's see what this is all about. That's insane to me. Um, (laughs) Well, you were, like, I feel like you and anyone who was, like, outside of the Columbia community had a sucking leg up. Like, you were, like, a little, like, treat that came in for a semester and then bailed. Like, I feel like the people who were not Columbia students were always, like, the most treasured because, like, you were not us. Yeah, I was a little – I was an exchange student from, like, uh, like the smaller parts of the Midwest. Yeah, you might as well have been from, like, Germany. Like (laughs) They're like, all right, let me see. Let's see what this kraut is about. <laughs> is that offensive? I don't think Maybe. so. Maybe. I don't know. Um, I did find out that my uh, we were previously texting about Gen X this week um, oh, no, and how they're just worse rumors. I did find out that my, my one Gen X friend who is 40 years old uh, is not vaccinated. Um, there you go. Was complaining to me about wanting to like go on a trip to Europe and like travel around. He's like, but I'm an unvaccinated pariah, so oh, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pariah. I long suspected it. Pariah. Just say also, you're, like, hey, you're un- unvaxxed. Just don't. You don't have to add pari- your you know your descriptor to it. Pariah. <laughs> yeah, I I also like. Part of me wants to think, like, I don't think um, he should be dating the person he's dating, not just because they're libertarian. Like, I don't think they're necessarily, like, a a nice person. But I also feel like they've radicalized them because, like, when COVID first started breaking out, he and I were the only people we used to work together. He and I were the only people that were like, hey, I don't want to come in. Like, Like, if I can work remotely, like, we should start doing this now, like, before it's too late. 
And then, of course, like two weeks later, everything was fully remote. But we were also talking about like, oh, yeah, people are losing their like sense of pace. And like, can you imagine like, you know, and we both conceded that like, oh, you know, even if we were probably fine, like, what if we spread it to like, you know, someone on the subway? And I just felt like we were on the same page. And now, you know, a year and a half later, he's like, he read the fountainhead and now it's like, <laughs> I have another libertarian thing, which is I, I also found out a while ago that this guy that I sort of worked with, like wasn't on my team, but like I'd somehow interact with, sometimes interact with. He was very nice, like very cool, had like was far, seemed far more in touch with reality than a lot of people in that office building. And then I found out like four weeks later after I had like uh, first met him and thought he was such a cool guy. Someone else I worked with said, yeah, I caught a ride home with Dave the other day. And I was like, oh, that's nice. Like, I love Dave. And he goes, yeah, it was weird because um, we passed, like, a couple of those little free libraries. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, and he just had copies of this book in the back of his car that he would stop and put in those libraries. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I was like, what book? Because, like, you know, maybe it was Uh-oh. Charles Dickens. No, it was The Fountainhead. He was like uh, a no. <laughs> So if you're in, like, uh, Oak Park and you go to a little free library, you'll see a little fountainhead in there. I have so many, like, absurd roommate stories, but one of the more absurd roommate stories was, like, my one of my roommates at Columbia was – a fanatical libertarian and she like was an intern at the Ayn Rand Institute in LA for the summer. Like it was, it was a lot. It was a lot, a lot. And I just, I was like, okay, please, please never speak to me. So would you rather, would you rather have a libertarian roommate or a furry roommate? I'd rather rather, like slit my wrist in a bathtub. I think I'd rather have the furry. I think I'd rather have the furry because I I would rather have uh, someone like growl at me when they're mad instead of someone like spouting off, you know, facts, libertarian factoids or telling me about, you know, big government. Well, you know, it's interesting because the, yeah, I would pick the furry because the thing with the libertarian roommate, like that wasn't the worst part about her. The worst part was that she like got obsessed with me. So like that is the the least attractive part of that. I can handle, I I can handle someone dressing up as Scrat from Ice Age. uh, (laughs) (laughs) But not the other. I actually... I, I I do have a, a tremendous respect for the furry community because I also feel like furries uh, are able to kind of separate church and state, so to speak, between themselves and their sort of and, and their persona. Oh, I feel like there's God. always I feel like there's always like a pretty clear di- divide. I mean, mm-hmm. they're not they're not necessarily other kin, which I could talk about forever. But libertarians, mm-hmm. it's just like it infiltrates everything. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Um, so what? So what? But, they wear a tail, all right. So what? They wear a tail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going like, to be cast as like I'm going to be cast as like the progressive parent in like a a, a drama about like you know someone's child who is a furry and like I stand up to the community. And I'm like, so my son wears a tail. 
so what? And I'm like, oh, I'm big. It's going to be, yeah, it's on Lifetime. It's like Sigourney Weaver, Prayers for Bobby. But instead, like, your son's gay and killing himself. Your your son likes to bark. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. You know about other kids, though? Yes, please. Uh, we don't need to dive in. We don't need okay. to dive in. Okay. <laughs> I'll have Michael explain it later. Yeah, I'll, I'll text you about it. Um, it's just, it's the internet is so... Uh, it's so big. I don't, it's so scary. big. And there's so it's many so little freaks on there. It is bad. Oh, my Lord. I was reading a very long article that I almost sent, but I know it's very long, just about the most popular page on Facebook and how it's just run by this, like, random woman in Utah. And it'll post a status that's like, uh, who's ever won employee of the month? Like, comment or react if not. And it's like 5 million people <laughs> will interact with it. It's oh, my God. It's so bad. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't I don't partake in Facebook anymore. Other than have like you Instagram. deleted your account? Uh, no, I just deleted the app, but I, I should delete the account. I'm too scared to. I feel like I'll lose so many like pictures from high school, but I'm, it's not like. Why don't you just go? Why don't you just go in there and save them onto a hard drive? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's too much work. Let Zuckerberg have them. I'll do something. I'll do something in the metaverse with them. Oh my God. Well, Willem Dafoe is back in the Spider-Verse, you guys. Is that is that confirmed? Yeah, I think he was in the trailer. I didn't watch the trailer with the sound, so I'm just guessing. I didn't, but, okay, so basically, but, are they but the green confirmed that they're going to have Toby and Garfield in there, too? I don't think that's happening. I think it's just bad. I think it's just the bad guys. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I think it's just the bad guys. What, um, what's Willem Dafoe's best work? Aquaman? Oh. No. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, I would say... I mean, I really like Shadow of the Vampire. That's like one of my... I, like, I really like that no. movie. No! <laughs> I really like that movie. I hate that movie. I don't know that. Do you hate it more than Bram Stoker's Dracula? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bram Stoker's is so much better. It's like also, I, yeah, I just can't. I can't fuck with it. I like a behind the scenes. I don't, I don't know that. I should, I should. What's it called? Shadow of the Vampire? Sounds cool. Yeah, it's, it's about like the filming of not Nosferatu. Oh, that's cool. Yes. I like it. I think it. my uh, favorite, good. my favorite Willem Dafoe is the narrator in Box Lugs. <laughs> that is good. That's work. Um, I, so are we? Uh, are we not? Go ahead, Ryan. Uh, the a, a certain Netflix film right now. I mean, we 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 can. I um I started it. I wa- I got about halfway, and then um, Emily saw that I was watching it, and she was like, "Oh." I really wanted to watch that. And I was like, oh, <laughs> my bad. It was my fault because I, I feel like I watch a lot of, like, I put on a lot of movies during work that are, like, scanners or 
Fast and Furious <laughs> Nine or like like oh stupid like action oh, movies. Well, I mean, we should we should and also I never F nine. Yeah, we should also talk about F nine. But like we don't. but there are <laughs> there are we need Michael Scott. There are movies that I like will think about watching and then I'm like, Oh, Emily might be interested. Like I should I should ask first. And I didn't I didn't ask mm-hmm. about this one and then I felt bad. Um because oh, could you? um Yeah. So uh You could you easily watch it again. What what are yeah. we Tick tick boom. Garbage. Um, I'm really I from the of, first... I'm really. I have to say, I'm really proud of the letterbox review I wrote for it. I usually don't I go that... in on letterbox, but I did. Sure. Yes. I, 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 to, did, I, I did. Re- I did read it. You read it? Oh, the I review. I, I thought. Yeah. I was going to ask if is this based. I, I was just going to ask if it was based on anything. Like, is it based on like? Yes and a no. Book yeah. or like a one man show sort of. It's based on a, a concert, a monologue, like a musical that he did. But there's also a David Auburn version of it where he dramatized the monologue and there's two other characters. Um, and then this David is Auburn kind of from a, The Lake House? Of proof. David Ryan, Auburn of you proof. like Tick, Tick, Boom? You put a heart next to it on Letterboxd. At the end of the day, I did like it. No. <laughs> this is really interesting because I, I feel like I'm only halfway, but I feel like I'm in between both of your reactions. I thought, but it I did, thought it was, I did start getting good. to me. I thought it was both annoying and good. I think the performance is really good. Um, the central performance. Um, I think it's yeah, really I think good. Andrew, I think Andrew sufficed. I think he... I think he's. I think he's great. I think he does. I think he doesn't get to do a lot of good stuff all the time. So it's nice that he, him, and the material kind of match each other. I just think the the trappings of the movie did not like come like come to meet him, like rise up to meet him. I think it was like he was doing good work, but he wasn't surrounded by good work. Oh, I, I don't know. I disagree, but um. I thought it was put together. I thought it was put together fine. I thought it was directed with uh, some style, but also there's parts that I really didn't like. But um, those parts that I didn't like, uh, the, the parts I like outweighed the ones I hated. Silence. Um, a film by Martin Scorsese, which Andrew Garfield was also in. Yeah, which I, which I also thought about watching instead of F nine, but I realized I had already rented F nine, and I was like, gosh. Wow, I I watched I did watch Silence this week, not because of Tick Tick Boom, but for other reasons. And it's quite easy. Yeah, um, it's a I, long. That's a long one, isn't I just, it? I think Caitlin is so mad at me right now. I'm not mad. I just think that like you fell for lazy tricks. I. I mean, I, I just like what? What is I a musical want better but not from movie musicals? What is a musical but not Lazy Tricks nowadays? Mm, no, yeah. I don't think you're wrong, but I think that we can work. Is someone fucking snapping. 
I don't. That was. I think someone was zoom bombing that. <laughs> I think I, I thought don't. there was a horse. Um, I think a horse. Was I thought that was Michael wild. snapping. I was gonna reach and now it, grab it. I mean, if it was, I wouldn't have done that. But if <laughs> it was funny, then I did do it. <laughs> you know, I just think that different. like we can do better. I think that like just because those like lazy, you know, tricks exist doesn't mean we have to use them i think that like i also just i i think personally like i agree with that having having watched like new movies recently and old movies recently which is you know so not caitlin that like the more i see like newer films the more they like visually Black no, they're, sort of they're horrible. They're, no, I, I completely agree. Everything is horrible, gray and flat, and I hate it. But then, but then you go ahead and like Dune, which is so, which is dreck. It but see, here's the, the reason I like the reason I like Dune had nothing to do with how it looked. The reason I like Dune is because I liked the world that was built, and I think the world was built well in front of me. I think visually oh, it was like drab and ugly and I want color and everything but like I think the world was built well in that movie which doesn't always happen that's like one of my least favorite things I've seen this year the thing that I liked about F9 (laughs) is there's a moment at one point (laughs) go ahead go on there's a moment, and Caitlin won't hear this, but I will explain it in case the listener. This, this is spoilers for F9. At one point, Ludacris um, and Tyrese are in space. Mm-hmm. And, and not, there's a moment and not where they... A, not in a spaceship, Michael. You should explain what no, they're in. in, a, in a, they are in a uh, Pontiac Fiero, I think, with mm-hmm. a rocket engine strapped to it. But there's a moment, and we all know what's <laughs> coming yeah, but there's a, a moment where <laughs> there's a moment where they're looking at each other. They're in space, and one of them says to the other, "You know, no one's gonna believe us, right?" And the other was like, "I know that's right." And that moment oh my God. totally struck me because who are they talking about? Who who they're are their talking- friends? If they're talking about the people that they do all these all the car stuff with. Like this was part of the plan. They know no, they were they are doing this. It's meta. So it's are they talking about? It's I know, which is kind of the sort of the problem with with F nine in my mind. But it's because you what you, walk I, I just, that, you walk out of that movie and you go, oh my god, they finally went to space, and someone goes, no, they didn't. Right. <laughs> like, I just right. To me, it just made me more think about, like, who are these people's friends in this world outside of, like, and what the, do they the tell family. them that they do? Because they're just, like, they're just incredibly rich, and they will disappear for weeks at a time to go to, like, an exotic locale and get shot at by, like, a local government and then also, you know, stop a doomsday device. But, it's yeah, it's like if you had 10, uh, what's his name from... Mission Impossible, Ethan Hunt. Ethan Hunt. Yeah, and it's just like, what are these? What are these people's social circles like? Like, who are their who are their friends who are not uh, members well, of the Toretto family? I think for me, that's why I like Mission Impossible so much is that they really don't. I think the movie also thinks that this guy doesn't hang out with people. 
Like Ethan Hunt has yeah. no social life. He is so busy doing yeah. impossible mis impossible missions. <laughs> impossible missions. It's, it's the name of the group. The IMF. Um, oh my god! Um, doing that. I I have a fun I have a fun uh, I have a fun game for you. If you guys want to play, do we want to start playing games? Or no. Sure. Yes, but I, I have some okay. more questions about I have some more questions about F nine, Michael, that I would like to discuss. Okay, sure, I, sure, I sure, like sure. To, and I would I would like Caitlin to, to hear. <laughs> but um I I was really struck by because we should say that John Cena plays the younger brother of Vin Diesel. Right. Two actors uh, who could not look more alike. <laughs> and that the flashback versions of themselves are also so radically not looking like what the older versions are and also like yeah. people of color and then they sometimes somehow turn into the white guy in the hat and the mixed guy in the movie. <laughs> um I love that so much. I also love that in Charlize Theron's first scene in this movie because she was in the last one um mm-hmm. says to John Cena there must be some Nordic strain yeah, and, this, and 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 mixed. She also says mixed blood at some point. Yeah, it's very, it's very odd. Also, I love, they also that, talk about Star Wars for like yeah. three minutes. And that movie had a really like Charlie Theron and another character. They had a yeah. very slow reveal of being about madness. Mm-hmm. The, I did I enjoy the Muppets like cameo uh-huh. um, of Party B. Yes, and but I think I, this I think this ranks in the middle, in the middle Red of the Helen franchise Mir- for me. Let Helen Mirren have a fuller role in these things. If she's going to be in them every single time now. No, I think she's like the queen. I think they trot her out for something three times a year, and then the rest of the time she's just hooked up to a machine to make sure she stays alive. I I, I really couldn't believe what I was seeing when I saw F nine. Um, it's almost as if like they just don't care that you've seen any of the other ones. They're like, strap in, bitch. Mm-hmm. And it is F9. very cartoonish. Like, it, it's a better Looney Tunes movie than Space Jam: A New Legacy was. Well, yes, they they, they very much are able to drive across from um, one cliff to another cliff on a wire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. okay. All right, Caitlin. Caitlin's going to murder both of us in our sleep. I, I was just, I was just thinking about my favorite Ludacris song, which is Blueberry Yum Yum. <laughs> <laughs> Great song. Uh, okay. All right. I have a game for you two. Uh, I want this. I want this. To, I want us to start playing games. So here's my game. So Paul Rudd was recently named the sexiest man alive. Mm-hmm. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd, Sexiest Man Alive, 2021. Okay, Short King. According, Paul according to people. Rudd. Oh, Rudd. Oh, oh, oh. Paul Rizer. Anyway, they've been doing Sexiest Man Alive since 1985. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, my game is that I'm going to give you a year, and you try and guess the Sexiest Man Alive. And, okay. Uh, I... I will start giving you clues if you need them. But if you get it right, you get a point. We're just going to go back and forth. I'm so, not going to be very good at this. It's okay. No one is because there's no telling, like, what the criteria is. All right. In 2005, who do you think the sexiest man alive was? Clooney. 
Matthew Clooney? McConaughey? McConaughey is correct. Caitlin yeah, bitch! Wow. <laughs> because of failure on, to me... launch? Uh, you know, probably Wedding era. Planner, How to Lose a Guy. All right, so Caitlin has one point. How to Lose a okay. Guy is Chef Kiss Wonderful. Okay. Let's Great go... Um, let's go back even further now. We are going to do uh, 1998. Who is the sexiest man alive in 1998? Ryan, you can go first. Clooney. Not Clooney. Caitlin? Um, I don't know. I was like seven years old. I couldn't perceive men as sexy at that point. <laughs> uh, who? I don't know. Ryan Philippe? No, I could guess. Okay, so... <laughs> sure. Um, no. So, okay. Now to get a clue, you can tell me. Uh, you can tell me a year, and I will tell you the movies that this person was in in that year. So, Ryan, give me a year. Nineteen ninety-three. Okay. This person was in <laughs> The Fugitive. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford is correct. Interesting. It feels pretty, like, late in the career. What if it was Tommy Lee? Yeah. It definitely feels like more of a lifetime achievement. All right. It's sort of (laughs) one-to-one. All right, Caitlin, the year is 2012. Um, Who do you think people have christened the sexiest man alive in 2012? I feel like it's got to be, like, a, a divisive person, probably, like, a country singer, but I don't know any of their names. Uh, Luke Bryan? I don't know. He's the American Idol guy, isn't he? I think so. That's my, but it's, that's my it's, guess. it's not Luke Bryan, but there is a country singer later who is sexy as yeah. alive in 2017. But in 2012, we're still still with an actor. Ryan? I'm, th- I'm, I'm thinking Pitt. Bradley is it Don Cheadle? It's not Don Cheadle. Ryan, what did you say? I said, I think it's Bradley Pitt. It is not Bradley Pitt. Um, all right, Caitlin, get, give me a year and I'll tell you a movie this person was in. Uh, let's do 2010. 2020, 10, 2010. Uh, this person was in Dear John. Oh, uh, Hemsworth, right? No. No, it's not Hemsworth. Ryan, oh, can no, you it's steal? Chan- it's Channing Tatum. They're all the same. They're all the same. It is Channing Tatum. Uh Ryan has two points. Yeah. I thought Dear John was the Miley Cyrus Hemsworth joint. Um, <clears throat> is Dear John the Amanda Seyfried Channing Tatum? Yes. yes, it's the Amanda Seyfried Channing Tatum. I think the Miley Cyrus joint is, is it the last song? Is that what it's called? Yes, because she sings, and I it's, hope you find it, wherever you are. Yeah. It's the I same plot. I could have it's a like gun to my head and not know what that song is. <laughs> it's like the it's like the Ant Life. Cher did a cover for it and sold more records. Oh my god! Yeah. Of course she did. Okay. In the same, in the um, same year. All right. <laughs> let's go. Let's go to 2009. Ryan, any guesses? Um, Clooney. <laughs> not 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 Clooney. What a, Clooney what is a good like, guess because I think Clooney's a two timer. Like five times in a row, two times. I think I think two or three maybe, but no. Um, Caitlin, I'm trying to think like 
where was I emotionally in 2009? Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go into the I'm gonna go into the Disney canon here. Uh, let's sure. see Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp is correct. Fuck wow. Oh my God. Which is he also wanted bracelet? Yeah. He won it in 2003, I think, for Black Pearl, and 2009 for maybe Alice in Wonderland. Was Black Pearl really? Wait a minute. They they let him be yeah. sexy man alive with that fucking redhead ginger top hat dancing. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't on the cover as you know whatever the, the Mad, Mad Hatter, Hatter, whoever he played. Yeah. Um, all right. So we are tied at two to two. Good for you all. All right, let's go. I'm going to go with the OG, 1985. This is the first Sexiest Man Alive. I feel like it has to be, like, someone big in order to, like, justify doing Sexiest Man Alive at all. I'm going to say John Forsythe. (laughs) Not. Or Or Larry Hagman. I'm trying to like think of the movies my dad was obsessed with in the eighties. My dad was like oh, no. so into like watching eighties movies. Is it Yeah, I feel I yeah, this I feel like this person was in like some sort of dad core eighties. And it's movie. it's gotta be it's obviously an actor because I don't know like how else you'd yeah. justify It's mostly actors. There's only been one athlete I think one country singer and then one politician. All right. Let me think. But this is an actor, yeah. Okay, but I haven't guessed it. I know who it is. It's got to be Mel Gibson. That is correct. Wow. Well, that's because Mad Max came out in the 80s. I feel like that was huge for him. Yeah, Lethal Weapon. Um, Okay. Lethal Weapon, was that before 85? That was yeah. That might have been eighty-seven. Um, Sexiest all right. I might alive. Okay. All right. Uh, Ryan, we go to you now. Caitlin's up one point. Nineteen ninety-seven. Okay. Um, it's George Clooney. That is correct. <laughs> well done. <Yay! laughs> you gave that to him. <laughs> you gave it to him because you knew. I, I just he it was his turn to go first anyway. Um okay. Let's we're gonna go with twenty sixteen now. Twenty sixteen. The year is still recovering from Trump's election and people tries to unite the world with their sexiest man alive pick in twenty sixteen. Caitlin, you guess first. I was initially gonna be like Hillary Clinton. Um, <laughs> oh my god. It's actually yeah, I mean, Kate they, McKinnon they, they, as Hillary Clinton. I would not put it past them, but I know that's not the answer. Uh, yeah. She was tied. Man, I, I don't know. I have such amnesia of, like, the last five years. Uh, the Rock? The Rock is correct. Why Caitlin, am I are you? I don't want to accuse you of cheating, but you are. You do have a savant-like um, uh, run going right now. Are you saying I'm like a cheater? No, I'm not. Um, <laughs> no, I. Well, I just think like I don't think he would have been a recent one because he's like too buff now. And I feel yeah. like he really started. And you said like unifying the country, and I feel like I did. 
very few people is that like around when he saved his dogs from drowning but one of them died anyway possibly i have no memory of that whatsoever I don't, I don't like it's the possible. connotations of I don't like the connotations of Dwayne Johnson uh, unifying the Dang. country. I, I I think I I think I'm gonna exile him when I'm president. Um, okay. okay, 2006. Ryan, your guess. 2006. We we already um, did 08 and 07, right? It's got to be um, no Bradley. It's got to it be is, Bradley. It is is not Bradley Pitt. Caitlin, any guess? I was a. I was coming out of my freshman year in high school. Uh, I was definitely perceiving men at this point. Mm-hmm. Malkovich. I. <laughs> obviously. Um. What? I can't even. What's a boy? Leo? Is it Leo? It's not Leo. Leo has never won. Earlier. That's good for him. All right. Um, all right, Ryan, give me a year. I'll tell you a movie this person was in. Um, I'm going to say 1999. 99. This person was in South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut, The Book That Wrote Itself, and Three Kings. Matt Damon? Incorrect. Caitlin, Clooney. want to give me? Clooney. It Clooney. is Clooney. One more it's than Clooney one. again. Oh my God, yeah. I've been guessing Clooney so many times. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, we can do. Was he in something around 2006? He was in, I mean, he was in Syriana. Yeah. Syriana? Good night, good luck. The good journey. Syriana. Yes. Oh God, the good time. Right, Caitlin. Woof. Caitlin has five. Ryan has three. We'll only do a few more because I don't know how entertaining this is to listen to, but I'm having a good time. Um, <laughs> let's go with. Ooh, let's do O four. O four is a good one. Um, Ryan, I think you get to guess first. Wouldn't that be Johnny Depp again? No, incorrect. That was 2003. Caitlin. 2004. Um. Uh, what is it, Ben Affleck? No, that is a good guess because I do think Affleck won it at some point. Um. All right, Ryan, give me a year. Um. 2012. 2012. This person was in. Uh. Wow. Okay. Rise of the Guardians, Anna Karenina, The Homeless Polar Bear, and The Boy in the Oak. McAvoy? Not McAvoy. What? Baldwin? No. Caitlin? Rise of the Guardians, is that Owls of Google? No. <laughs> that's Legend of the Guardians. No, that's where it's like Santa So have some goddamn from. respect. <laughs> Wait, r- run me through the movies again. Give them to me again. No, just give me a different year because those movies aren't going to help you. Give me a, guess a different year. Uh, what movie? What year was What year was that? That was 2012. No, let's, yeah, that was 2012. Let's do 2008. 2008. This person was not in any movies in 2008, according uh, to. Okay. IMDb. Can I guess another? 
No, it's my turn. I have to go. <laughs> no, it's my turn. <laughs> Brian? Um, it's, I'm going to say, two, let's do 2006. 2006, this person was in All the King's Men, Breaking and Entering, and The Holiday. Oh, fuck. That's Jude Law. Jude Law is correct. Jude Law. Sexiest Man Alive, 2004. Caitlin has five. Ryan has four. We'll play to we'll play to seven. Let's say seven. Okay. I'm gonna try and go faster though. All right. 2001. Sexiest Man Alive. Uh, Caitlin, you get first guess. Do we know when these things are published? Is this like post 9/11? I think it's in the. I think it's in the. If so, fall. If, it was, if it was post, it would have been the towers. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. No. This is November 2001. So they would have maybe taken into consideration. It's not Giuliani. Is this a unifying <laughs> thing again? I don't necessarily think so. I don't think this is a very political pick. I feel like I'm in gonna, 2001, this makes sense. I'm going to guess Brad Pitt. Uh, incorrect. Brad Pitt did win the previous year, though. Uh, Ryan, mm-hmm. 2001. Yeah. 2001, 2001, 2001. Um, Oh God, who was big then? Who was big? Who was big and who was big? Um, oh my God! I got a 2001. What kind of movies were out? And what kind of things were out and about at that time? Um, we really had a turning point in two in the early 2000s. I feel. Um, Brosnan. Brosnan is correct. Ah, uh, yes, the Bonds. Wait, really? Well done. It's Brosnan. Yep. Uh, like you both was, are tied like at five a... now. Yeah. All right, we're going to do right. 96, and I'm going to start you off with a clue, which is that this is the first man of color to win Sexiest Man Alive. Cheadle. Ryan, not Cheadle. Caitlin, Fuck. your guess? Denzel Washington. Denzel is correct. Yes. Well done. Well done. Well done. Has John Cheadle ever won? John Cheadle has never won. What the fuck? What is wrong with them? That's nah, fucked. Blake Shelton know. has won. Sh- yeah, Blake Shelton. Is that the country singer? That's the country yeah. guy. All right. Um, 1991, Ryan. 1991. Hopkins. Did you just guess Anthony Hopkins? <laughs> Hopkins as Hannibal Lecter. Oh my god. No, not a Hopkins alive. Caitlin has to try and wasted is his it, on a joke. Is it like Tommy Lee Jones? No. <laughs> no, it's never no. been Tommy Lee Jones. No, I don't know what people were doing in the nineties. It was my birth year. I wasn't around. Ryan, give me a year. Um, uh, John John Junior. No, but he won in '88. Um, That's a good. Yeah. No, this isn't. This is an actor, Caitlin. Wait, no, Ryan, you're supposed to give me a year. Well, he already guessed. Don't give him more. Yeah, yeah, Caitlin. I I need to guess a year. Yeah. Give me 87. Oh, great guess. This person was in 
Steel Dawn, and Dirty Dancing. Swayze, bitch. Swayze. Swayze. It is Swayze. All it right. Seems like they, it seems like, did he have a movie in the, in like the early, like 90 or 91? What was it? Ghost. They had Ghost oh, in 90, okay. point, point Break in 91. There's um, all, there, there, there seems to be like, obviously patterns involved with work, yeah. I think. All right, we're going to end with what I think is kind of the most surprising pick in my mind, uh, because this person was 59 when they were elected, Sexiest Man Alive, in 1989. Um, whoever gets this wins. Um, wait, wait, wait. wait. So this, we're at seven? <laughs> uh, yeah, How Caitlin, you actually have... You have you have won, but Ryan can can tie. I hate right. I hated this shit in elementary school. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, Kay, no, Caitlin, so you have you have won. This is just for shits and giggles. So 1989, this person is 59 years old, which means he was born in uh, 1930. Connery. Connery is correct. Wow, yeah, that great job. That would have been my guess as well. Uh, well, very good game, Caitlin. T- you won by one. Um, I can also, uh, 1987, I'll just run through them. 86, Mark Harmon. 87, Harry Hamlin. Um, 88, QAnon's favorite, John F. Kennedy Jr. 90 was Cruz. 92, Nick Nolte. Uh, 93, Gear and Crawford. Keanu Reeves was retroactively 1994. Pitt was 95. Uh, Gear, 99. Pitt, 2000. Anyway, you get it. And Ben Affleck's in there. Clooney None again, of them are Damon, very, like, Jackman. Young. Ryan Reynolds, 2010. Bradley Cooper, 2011. Yeah, I wonder who the youngest is. Adam Levine was 2013. Um, Beckham, 2015. And just Elba, 2018. John Legend, 2019. Michael B. Jordan, 2020. So you get it. Um, I think Wait, Adam Driver's on track. Uh, 2020 was Michael B. Jordan. Would you say, Ryan? I think that uh, Adam Driver's on on track. Be sexy, mm, man alive. I don't think so. I would be cool, but I think. Uh, why? Why not? Why don't? Why do you think not? I don't think he's mainstream enough. He would deny it. He was in three Star Wars movies. How is that not mainstream, Michael? I guess I I mean mainstream looking enough. I like Adam Driver. Oh, my God. His career just died. Oh, my God. Michael Hackett played Adam Driver ugly. No, 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 no. I, I, I would, I would murder, you know, many people if I could look like Adam Driver. But I just feel like people is not going to pick him. I feel like the people that they always pick are like, you know, plain. They're it's hems. Yeah, they're plain. And I feel like Adam Driver is like almost too good looking for their sort of, you know, vanilla milk toast. You know. I mean, John. I mean. John John, why am I calling him John John? Like I knew him personally. Um, because you're a member JFK, of QAnon. Yeah, JFK Jr. Uh, I mean, he was like attractive. He was like a conventional attractive, but also like an intensely beautiful person. And I What's funny he, about he, this he, website? What's funny about this website that lists all the sexiest fan alive? It says John F. Kennedy Jr. is only is one of only two winners 
to have died in the years since his cover. Oh, my God. Um, God. Which, like, is going to be all of them (laughs) at some point, right? Yeah. Like, statistically. But um, I mean, like, I mean, he, like, died pretty soon after that, right? I No, he died in 99, and he was sexy and alive in 88. So... I don't think it's the him being named sexiest man alive that cursed him. That killed I think, him. I think it was I think it's him being a Kennedy. <laughs> I think Hillary did it. Oh my god. Don't get that started. Don't let that get around. Sorry, Hillary. That's her name. <laughs> oh man. I'm not giving up. What is it? What remember when after she sang like uh not Hillary herself, but uh, Kate McKinnon saying hallelujah. I was like, I'm not giving up. Mm-hmm. And neither were you. I was like, oh, my God. Get a grip. <laughs> That's Get actually what grip. inspired Joe Biden to run, watching that. He was like, hell, I, uh, I got to. For Leonard and Hillary. Mm-hmm. Christ. Did you guys see that Kamala Harris will hold presidential power for the time that Joe Biden is getting his colonoscopy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, Nothing how, what poetry? Funny. What poetry is this? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, uh, literally saw a plot on the... <laughs> I heard a very funny uh, joke the other day just about... I was just pondering the possibility if Kamala Harris has ever said sees him in a conversation. Um, and it really it really made me laugh. I love comedy. <laughs> well, what was the what was the joke? The joke was just it was just like don't like doesn't don't you think Kamala Harris has ever has said like sees him in a conversation? Oh, like just probably pointed at someone but sees him. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's very well. That's very funny. So Ryan, you need to give us our homework for the Sondheim episode. Uh, there, I'm getting watch? some other. I'm I'm packing some other things in the Google Drive, but uh, it's pretty pretty thorough. Um, it's all it's nothing. No bootlegs. These are all taped for PBS or for cinema. Uh, so that they're all professional. They're, you don't have to worry about you know someone's like a camera and a scarf or anything like that. Um, most of these are uh, original productions that are, that are filmed um, like the into the woods. Uh, I think the only two that are revivals are the follies that I have in there, which is from the national theater in 2017 and the, the last company revival on Broadway, which was 2007. But I, I think you should at least watch one each if you watch okay, others, okay. you know, I can, during your I can commit to that. During your time, I think that would be would be interesting. Um, um Michael, I'm gonna give you Sunday in the Park with George just because you hadn't seen it. And I think uh, Yeah, I is is Padinkin in, in your in the version that you have? Yes, it's it's, it's the original the entire original cast. Minus Christine okay. Grant. Yeah. Okay. I'll definitely have to watch that with Emily because Emily loves Mandy Patinkin more than um, probably um, me. And then I understand. Because I of Homeland? You... No, not because of Homeland. I think just because of 
everything else. Mostly Yentl. I'm gonna. I think. I think Yentl. Mostly Yentl and the Adventures of Elmo and Grouchland. <laughs> <laughs> what he, he was doing. Sex appeal in that. Yeah. He oh, well. Man. Um, and then for Caitlin, I'm gonna say you should watch Follies. Um, you know, I, I saw Follies. I saw the revival in '07. The tour, the touring of it. I think you should watch this one. I think it suits your sensibilities. Or you should watch Passion. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm speaking you know of I... obvious ones. Like I think you know Sweeney Todd, or you know Into the Woods. I'm skipping those. Yeah, those are easy. But I, I think just, we should I all. Just to see least, if... I think we should all watch Sunday in the Park and then have that discussion. Um, but I think Caitlin should uh, make a priority of Follies. I'm also going to prioritize prioritize company because I've only ever seen clips of that. I think it's that's a good one. Um, I think you should watch that too if you have some like put it on during work or something like that. Yeah, I definitely I definitely will. And I think with I, Thanksgiving I would coming also, up, Mike, um, yes. And yeah, you also, please look at the name of the YouTube when you get the chance. Please look at the name of the YouTube video I, I sent you when you have the time. I'm gonna look at it right um, now. I'm looking now, obviously. Oh, it won't load the preview because it was sent from an Android. Listen, Black Friday's coming up. My dates might be numbered as an Android user. We'll see. Are, are you? Are you? So, Michael, are you unaware that this is like the underground language of bootlegs now on YouTube? No, I was totally unaware that bootlegs of Broadway shows had the word slime tutorial in the in the title. Yes. Yes. What? It, it, it totally it totally reroutes like that copyright algorithm they won't they won't clock it so things are like really that. spelled out like you can just type you can type in anything slime tutorial and you'll find the bootleg um or if you type out the description of a show it that's what people are naming their videos now like uh wow like i wanted to find a bootleg of the groundhog day musical so i just typed in february 2nd the musical and there's like a million videos of that Oh wow! I just typed in the Zapruder film slime tutorial, and it came up. Yeah. <laughs> and it came up. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, you can put in literally slime. If you put in slime, like slime tutorial alone on YouTube, it's mostly bootlegs first instead of actual slime. Oh yeah, tutorial. slime tutorial with Philip Quast and Imelda Stott. <laughs> yep. Oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah, this is all bootleg Broadway. Uh, musicals. Wow, Hades Town. This is crazy. We probably shouldn't have said this on on tape because now someone's going to try to it down. But. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we watched wow. it. Off the record. Um, uh, Michael, I think you should also watch Passion. I feel like that's a, a good musical for you. Passion? Yeah. Is it based on like, is it like Jesus? Is it like Jesus? No, it's it's based it's like a, it's a 18th century uh, Italian novel, but it, it's a, a Ooh, musical. It's I love good. that. It's it's like an epistolary musical. It's all mostly through letters. Oh, oh, you're hitting my spot. That sounds great. <laughs> I forgot that I shouldn't say that in a polite conversation. I have a friend who says that whenever he eats something good, instead of saying this hits the spot, he says this is hitting my spot, and I should not. I, should I want to I apologize also, to my fans. Should I also pass the link on for the four-hour taping of the 
Little Life stage adaptation from the Netherlands? You may. Have I been. you should because I'll probably skip around, but I do want to see how they turned that into a into something a like public consumption. Yeah, public I consumption. I might get drunk and skip around. <laughs> it was it was a um, I, from, all right. I from a live stream. had blacked I had blacked that out of my mind and it just came flooding back. Uh, I think I'm gonna read it again next year. Michael, I, I, I've done the worst thing to do to like a bookie or like whatever, like a bookophile, bibliophile. I I did the worst thing, Michael. What'd you do? I, I put it down my garbage chute. Oh my god! Because you didn't put, even I, you didn't even donate it. You, <laughs> nobody should have to read that. I, I put it down my garbage chute, knowing full well that at the bottom of my garbage chute is an incinerator. Oh my god! I mean, I'm gonna, I don't. I'm gonna buy a bunch of copies and deliver them to tiny libraries like they found in heads. <laughs> yeah, for some oh, for man. some ten for some ten year old to open up the tiny library and like pull out oh, that yeah, eight hundred page door stopper. I mean, I threw away all the Bill Cosby CDs that I listened to as a kid when <laughs> the allegations came out. So it's only fair that you didn't like a book and decided to um, burn it, a la uh, Nazi Germany. <laughs> Am I supposed to be throwing away all my can all my canceled books? No, 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 no. I mean, you could donate them, but I, that, I like how dramatic that is. I, I, I support that. Yes. I, you mean um, I should? You mean I shouldn't? I, you mean I shouldn't throw away my published copy of the screenplay for Broadway, Danny Rose, um, <laughs> or, or, or Banana? I mean, I think yeah. I think I, I'm always in support of donating because it's like, well, if I didn't like this, this book, um, this book on myself, I shouldn't throw away six by Alan. <laughs> I mean, do whatever, do it, do whatever you want. Maybe you know it'll be exonerated one day. Who knows? I'm taking them to women and children first. Yeah. All right, children. I gotta go eat some breakfast. All right, slime tutorials. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll, I'm going to send you guys this folder once everything's loaded up today. All right, I'll talk to you guys later. Okay. Bye. Bye.